0: welcome to the Upward Call. I'm your host, Christina Mosley. And I am glad that you are here with me this evening. Wanted to definitely um, take some time to kind of talk about the truth today. Um, It seems that in this day and age, there's many different definitions of what the truth is um, depending on, I guess, the context of the conversation. But it seems more and more that the truth is being defined based on what it is that we want to believe as individuals, um, almost as if there's no objective truth anymore and seems to be the norm and fine. But, so I just wanted to kind of talk about that, I guess, Um, just some thoughts that I have about it. Um, So, let's dive in. So, can you handle the truth? Or is there more than one truth in your life that you're trying to handle? Uh, John chapter 14, verse 6, tells us that Jesus said that he is the way the truth and the life and that no one can come to the father except through him that's pretty straightforward absolutely no other way to read into that statement um, to make some sort of a um, a self-seeking truth that kind of jibes with um, an agenda. It's pretty straightforward. It says what it is. Jesus says that he is in fact the way, the truth, and the life. And no one can come to the Father except through him. And that's a straightforward truth that um, has kept many of us uh, who are followers of Jesus Christ in the path of his marvelous light knowing and believing and understanding the simplicity of the truth that he exclaimed in that um, verse, which is the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 6. Um, The simplicity of it in and of itself is what makes it so touching, so moving, What really makes it a call to action, will we believe the simple truth in these days and age, or will we look for convoluted or gender driven truths, um, our own personal truths (laughs) or allow others to um, impose what they believe to be the truth onto us? I love that verse because, like I said, it's very clear, simplistic, but at the same time, it's very riveting. It resonates, and it's one of the guiding scriptures that I refer to often when considering um, my salvation through Jesus Christ. Now, one thing um, I guess um, I wanted to mention is our ability to even handle such a simple truth such a straightforward truth um, that does not seek to confuse does not seek to um i don't know kind of get someone to subscribe to an agenda Um, It seems that we're just inundated with that right now in in our society, not just in America, but throughout the world, where uh, different versions of what we thought were very simple truths are being forced onto us. Um, And if you're not willing to abandon simple truths that make absolute sense and resonate with your soul, then it seems that um, you're being, um, unwilling to evolve, um, unwilling to adapt to the times and the changes that we have going on in society. But to be honest with you, some of those changes are not worth adapting to and abandoning, um, simple and pure truth for. So just wanted to kind of talk about that today. So can you handle the truth? (laughs) Um, Again, in the Gospel of John, this time, though, in chapter 8, verse 32, we see that it says, And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So again, the the cleanness of the uh, declaration that Jesus Christ made that he is the way, the truth, and the life, it sets my soul free, it sets my heart free. There's no confusion there. There's no agenda that's being driven. And there's no um, overly uh, forceful explanations, um, long-winded pleas (laughs) or long-winded attempts at winning um, me over to to that belief. It's just a very simple truth. And I know that because of the freedom that I feel when considering and accepting it. So I'm able to handle that truth very well. But um, again, we are juggling many different versions of the truth um, in various areas of society. And so let's see. Um, Now, in having those various different versions of the truth today... Um, We do have a responsibility to rightfully discern what is real truth and what is being presented to us as a subjective truth where we may be very well looking for an objective truth. Um, Many times people will subject us to what they believe to be true, but present it in a way that sounds very objective so it's really up to us to rightfully discern through prayer and um fasting many times but also discerning the word of god knowing that um that truly is our our compass and our guide um being able to discern the word of god through the indwelling holy spirit So that way we can know that when people are presenting various different truths or versions of the truth to us, that we will not be easily deceived or inundated, um, brought into a state of confusion and frustration by trying to handle so many quote unquote truths, but uh, very simply stated and really adequately defined, um, Truth is that which is true or in accordance with fact or reality. Again, very simple, straight to the point. But we know that um, in this day and age and in this society, um, it it seems that the truth has um, unfortunately been hijacked for something that's um, very much agenda driven. Uh, Many times we do say that we are seeking the truth. Um, and that we do want the truth, and even that we value it. Um, but unfortunately, <laughs> this is more of a cliche than actuality, um, much more a cliche than we would probably like to admit. Um, it seems like the truth is more of an expression than um, a reality or, um, like I said before, an objective um, look at reality what is realistic in the context of the discussion and we do live in a time where we make truth less straightforward and more subjective and we have this thing now where we say that uh, this is our truth (laughs) as if each individual person on earth which is about 8 billion people um, all have a version a totally separate version of the truth. And that's, that's okay. That's acceptable. Sounds very confusing to me. So (laughs) when we say things like that, um, she's walking in her truth or, oh, there's three versions of the truth. There's the, uh, he says the, she says, and then there's what really happened. I feel like that's a way to deceive ourselves. And it's a way to give us some false sense of security of tweaking what is true to, uh, defend the case that we are, um, arguing or to get others to up kind of, um, abandon their ideas and accept what it is that we are, um, saying to be true because there's really only one truth. (laughs) There's no such thing as three versions of the truth. There's only one truth. There's, uh, there may be three different people saying what happened or declaring what is true but that is totally independent to the peer occurring truth not someone's interpretation of it so uh, but we are living in a world in a society now where it's acceptable to make something as simple as a peer truth um kind of muddled murky and muddy, especially for the sake of appeasing other people or anyone, um, who we're trying to win over to our side for whatever reason, it could be business or it could be, um, just for the sake of winning an argument, to be honest with you, or for ego, you know, ego trip. But the truth seems to depend on our personal agenda these days. I guess that's the, the main takeaway, um, that I, would like for you to consider, you know, um, are we really telling the actual real truth or is it too painful to face the truth or we're too afraid to face what is true. So we, um, add in, we spice it up. We take away from, um, what is true for some sort of a personal or selfish agenda. Now, rightfully handling the truth seems to be impossible when we think in that way that oh she's walking in her truth or this is my truth so um as christians and you know followers of christ and in our desire to have a closer walk with God the Father and have the indwelling spirit give us the knowledge of the will of our father who is in heaven and we have to be willing to accept we have to be willing to desire and want the truth and the truth comes from god um when we really really mean it when we say that we value the truth um, that's when we respect truth for what it is and we allow truth to be true as it is, without it um, benefiting us or without it being used to prove someone else wrong or sometimes even to defend someone else. You know, we cannot, if we truly want to know what it is that the Father has to tell us, to show us, the purpose that he has for our lives, then we have to be willing to face the truth just as it is because God cannot lie. So with that in mind, we do know that his truth is the only truth that matters, honestly, in the world. Um, This is a word that he created with his very own hands. So his truth is the ultimate and it is what we should always be striving for in our understanding of our purpose and plan while here in this soul journey state so any objections that we might have to god's truth it's really an attempt by us to make our own reality uh more real than what god's plan is for our life so Let's be honest. Let's be upfront with ourselves that we may rightfully discern the word of our father who is in heaven. Because this is a major reason for some of the turmoil that we have in the world today. We kind of got in our minds that we get to decide what is true. Um, and in many cases, we are very willing to reject the truth as given by God because it just doesn't match up with what it is that we have in our mind as being um, quote unquote right. But ultimately, what happens in that case is that we swap out our dependence, our critical, essential dependence on God's word. We swap that out for our sordid versions of the truth, and, and we end up experiencing very painful consequences um, when we do that. So, to be honest with you, there is a huge case for God's word as the only truth. Again, he is definitely the creator, all-knowing God who knows the end in the beginning. And if we know that and we truly accept that, we will revere every word that proceeds from the mouth of our Father who is in heaven. Um, Because there are way too many people here um, to have that many versions of the truth. You know, that, like I said, we will be in a constant state of confusion if we did not have a solid foundation to refer to, to know what, is truth not with the s but what is truth period therefore when we look for certain confirmations from other people to validate what it is that we are declaring to be true it is a clear indication that we are not standing on that solid foundation which is god's word which is the um, information that we receive from his indwelling Holy Spirit, we wouldn't have to bounce our ideas of what the truth is off of another flawed human being who will also have a different version of the truth in order to validate or confirm what is true. We should always take these questions to our Father in Heaven when we need assistance with discernment. We take it to Him in prayer and fasting. We take it to Him in meditation and in the reading of His Word and asking the Holy Spirit to make those revelations for us. Because if we do not, then we'll find that that constant denial that we have to accept what is true will end in much failure in our spiritual walk um, and also in helping us to build the virtue of truth in our lives. If we do not want to accept the truth as it is, if it doesn't fit into our agenda, then we are not truly, truly ready or able to handle the truth. Now, the truth is what it is. Okay. It, just, it is what it is. There's nothing more. There's nothing less needed. Uh, truth is very defiant in that way, but at the same time, it's very healing. So even when it hurts, we should always strive for the truth. And I say that again, with respect and reverence to God's word, always being truth. Um, if we're able to face the truth, then we are able to hear the word of God in each and every situation or circumstance that we find ourselves, which is ultimately for our good. Um, with this in mind, we can definitely look to scripture to see what the Bible has to say about truth and hopefully put to bed some of these uh, ideas that we all have our own personal version of the truth. Okay, Uh that's a lot of random truths. I don't know about you, but if everyone has their own truth, that's a lot of random truths for me. And I would like to have a a, a more solid foundation of what the truth is and a reference that is dependable and complete. So um, you may be able to handle the truth of the people in the world, what the media says, or even what textbooks um another published work say, but can you handle the truth of God's word? Hmm. So let's see, <laughs> let's bounce some of the scriptures um about truth off of our little brains today and see if we can truly accept the fact that God's word is the one and only truth that exists. So what does the Bible say about truth? Well, again, the Gospel of John, chapter 16, verse 13 says, When the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you in all the truth. For He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak, and He will declare to you the things that are to come. So, the Holy Spirit only conveys one voice, and that is the voice of our Heavenly Father. Jesus Christ knew this very well. The only voice that he obeyed, the only voice he listened to, the only voice that was the truth was the voice that he heard by way of the Holy Spirit. And as we just read in the scripture, the Holy Spirit only only speaks the mind and will of our father who is in heaven and god has given us that holy spirit when we accept christ as our personal lord and savior we have been given the gift of the holy spirit so we too can hear that voice of truth knowing the truth directly from god that we may move according to his word and his will This includes instruction on leading us according to the plan that he has for our individual lives. He sent us here for a purpose. And um, sometimes we get distracted in the world. So we have our own versions of the truth concerning our purpose. But the only one true (laughs) reason that we are here is that which our Father in Heaven sent us here to do. So um, his Holy Spirit is our gift. Um, Jesus Christ is our personal Savior, and we are able to hear the truth, the voice of God through that perfect union when we have the Holy Spirit indwelling in us and we are looking to Christ as our Savior and example. And knowing this, we must be truthful enough to admit to uh, him, our Father in heaven, that we are in fact sinners and that we are in fact flawed in our ways of thinking and that we truly need his help in doing this. We can certainly rely on the Holy Spirit to provide guidance when we humble ourselves and admit that um, the only truth that we could ever know is that which is given to us by our Father in heaven. Another scripture that's, uh, very, very, um, insightful for me, um, is from one of the wisdom books. This is from Proverbs chapter 12, verse 22. And it reads, lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who act faithfully are his delight. So Here, we can see that our Father in heaven values the truth very much. And as we strive to be more like Christ, who was in complete submission to the word of God, then we know that we should love what our Father in heaven loves and hate what he hates. God is merciful and very, very gracious. So gracious that we can hardly um, conceive of it. But when we truthfully examine and admit that we need his higher power in order to discern what is truth, in order to resist temptation, to lie, then we are placing ourselves in a position of submission to be given the truth, to be empowered to speak the truth, to be emboldened to proclaim the truth in all situations, knowing that our Father loves the truth and hates lying lips so much that it was um, called an abomination in Proverbs. So keep that in mind, um, that our Heavenly Father says that lying lips are an abomination, but those who act faithfully are his delight. Another uh, scripture that's um, very good for kind of, I guess this topic of, um, is there only one truth or do we all have a different version of the truth depending on our perspective and experiences? Uh, this is from second Timothy chapter two, verse 15, and it reads, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker, Who has no need to be ashamed. Rightly handling the word of truth. So again. In this scripture. It's about handling the truth as it is. Not changing it. Not um, adding to or taking away from it. The word of truth in this scripture is clearly referring to the word of God. And we know that adding to or taking away from it, <laughs> the consequences of that, oh no, we don't want those woes in our lives. So again, the fact that this is um mentioned in 2 Timothy, gives us an idea of the importance of rightly handling the word of truth, which is the word that the Father in heaven has given us uh, through his Holy Spirit. And God does pour his Holy Spirit into a sincere heart. So in that way, we are also able to uh, discern truth as well as speak truth. Uh, The Holy Spirit will only speak according to the single truth of God. God is not a man that he should lie. We learned that in Numbers 23, verse 19. So knowing that God is not a man that he should lie and that he has given unto us, into our heart, his Holy Spirit, that we may hear his voice then we can understand once again that the truth is important. The truth is value. God loves the truth and the truth is what set us free. Uh, His spirit does guide us to do what is true, the true will of our God, our Father who is in heaven. And there's really no other way to see this, um, but the truest parts of ourselves is our hearts as spiritual beings, but that's only when the spirit of truth has been poured into it. Otherwise, if we are fabricating, making up lies, adding to or taking away from the truth, then we know that we are operating in a deceitful heart Um, and obviously repentant prayer is necessary as well as prayer. Um, supplication asking God to help us along the way so that we may be truthful and be bold in accepting the truth and speaking the truth at all times, not trying to twist or tweak according to um, our selfish ambitions or desires. Speaking the truth that is in our hearts and from our hearts, it literally heals us. It's It heals us from sin. It heals us from shame um, because we do have to be truthful in our repentance and in our supplications to God because our lips can say whatever they would like to say, but our Father in heaven reads our heart. So um, always speak the truth, especially especially when you are praying to God. It makes absolutely no sense to try to um, tweak the truth when you're praying to our father in heaven because he's literally reading it directly from your heart Um, so therefore again we must rightly handle the word of God we must rightly handle the word of truth that is what we should ask our father in heaven to place in our hearts at all times because handling the truth means that we're accepting God's word Uh, that that verse 2nd Timothy chapter 2 verse 15 it also puts into perspective how God's word is the only word of truth Uh, therefore we don't need to rely on any other uh, versions any subjective or limited um, versions of the truth because each time that we do perceive something we must put into account that we are perceiving it with our limited senses of sight hearing, touch, taste, or smell. So there will be some nuances there. Um, But when we are getting information or word from God, none of that um, sensory information is in play. So we are getting pure, untampered with, unfiltered truth. And that's to be valued. Now we can interpret this um, one and only pure truth right there in the secret chambers of our heart uh, where the Holy Spirit dwells and communes with us. That way we get an opportunity to dwell with our Father in heaven in spirit and in truth. And we know that in that um, environment, when we are feeling the presence of God, um, we have no reason to feel any shame. So let us not do anything to hinder that relationship by falsifying or exaggerating the truth uh, when we are communicating and communing with our father in heaven. And that will carry over into our day-to-day lives as well. So the calling for this, uh, this particular session on truth is the healing power of the truth and it's unwavering strength. Um, The truth does not suffer our limited sensibilities and humanity as mortal beings, Um, Our human whims, such as being hungry or tired or frustrated or happy, any of those things can distort what is the pure (laughs) and unfiltered truth. So keep that in mind. Um, Your calling is to consider the fact that there are so many factors in play, so many nuances in play. when you are conveying or communicating the truth, and that the only pure truth comes from our Father in heaven, uh, so keep that in mind when relying on others' uh, versions of the truth or when accepting statements or comments in popular culture that says that everyone has their own truth and they are entitled to add that. So um, keep in mind as well that the Bible holds many, many scriptures about truth. Um, Again, that is a hint of how important truth is to God, that he included much language in scripture about truth. Um, And there's actually a few that I can share with you to start off um, there's many, many more than this though. but hopefully you'll find that, uh, these few, um, can help you along your way in discerning and understanding, um, how God feels about the truth and the fact that his truth is really the only one that is, um, filtered, unfiltered and pure. And it is also the only one that, can give us healing power that we need from our sin sickness. So, um, with all your heart, you know, just just make an, a concerted effort to be truthful in your communications with the Father, as well as in your life. Even when it feels like it may hurt, or it may be uncomfortable, do know that it it, it uh, the truth has healing power, and that's how you're going to hear from God on which way to go. What to do, what to say, and how to overcome in this world. Okay, so some scriptures for life. Um, The Gospel of John, chapter 4, verse 24. And it says, For God is spirit, so those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. Another scripture for your reading is psalms eighty six verse eleven. It reads, "Teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may live according to your truth. grant me purity of heart, so that I may honor you. That's beautiful. Now first John chapter one, verse eight reads, "If we say we have no sin." We deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Hmm, that's one of those hard ones to accept. <laughs> so, we try to tweak that sometimes. And what we do is we do end up deceiving ourselves if we say that we have no sin. That may be a hard truth pill to swallow, but you will not get healing of your soul and your sin sickness without first admitting. That uh, we are all with sin. Um, Another scripture that I would definitely um, suggest to get you started on some research, biblical research, um, on the truth as God sees it is Ephesians chapter 4 verse 25. And it says, so stop telling lies. Let us tell our neighbors the truth, for we are all parts of the same body. Hmm. Makes a lot of sense. We are all parts of the same body. Therefore, there's one truth in that body. (laughs) There's not going to be a different truth for an arm than for a big toe. There's not a separate truth. Truth for your left ear versus your right kneecap. Okay, we're all one body in Christ, so there's only one truth in that body. Um, another scripture to consider is First Corinthians chapter 5, verse 8, and it reads: So let us celebrate the festival, not with the old bread of wickedness and evil but with the new bread of sincerity and truth. Amen. I love that. So as we grow and evolve and the Holy Spirit is doing his work to reform us, to change us, to shape us and mold us according to the will of God into the image of Christ Jesus, then we know that we must let go. Some of the wicked habits that we had before, and accept the sincerity and truth because Jesus is the truth. If we want to accept Him and we want Him to accept us with all sincerity, then we must accept the fact that we have to let go of our truth and embrace Him as the truth. Another scripture is John 16, verse 7. It reads, But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship him. Here we go again. (laughs) The Father again has given us an indication of how important truth is. Father knows that if we are unwilling to face the truth, step into the truth, accept the truth, and love the truth, then we have no way of reconciling with him. We have no way of truly worshiping him. We have no way of walking in his will, in his way, because his truth is what will guide us. His truth is his word. And one more scripture I'd like to share is um, John chapter 14, verse 6. And it says, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So (laughs) if we want to tweak the truth, if we want to have a version of the truth that jives better with us, if we want to accept the truth of others who take this statement and make it their own, then we are risking our very salvation. We are risking our very ministry. We are risking, we are losing the interests of the body of Christ which is to spread the truth. So the truth stands up to our speech, um, because our speech is usually heavy laden with different motives and agendas. But thank God, thank you, Lord, that you search our heart and our spirit instead of our lips, because we all know that we um, sometimes uh, tweak the truth to meet our own personal um. Agenda. So let us be well doing in seeking the truth and in our prayers to our Heavenly Father to help us to walk in truth and to listen to His word of truth above all other versions of the truth. Because the Lord is near to all who call Him, to all who call on Him in truth, not with any agenda. So I'd like to just close out here with a little prayer, Um, you know, focusing on the truth and asking God to help us with that in this day and age where um, we're becoming a little bit too comfortable, no, a lot um, comfortable with something that should not be comfortable for us as Christians, which is um, allowing so many different versions of the truth for each person in order to appease people and in order to um, get along in this society. We must remember that we are aliens here and that we are set apart people. And as a body, a body of believers, there is only one truth for us. Let us not get absorbed into this world. Let us not assimilate um, to some of these new notions that um, seem to be Pressing on all fours to get people to accept. Um, There is no such thing as um, each person having a separate version of the truth. There's only one version of truth. Do not be deceived. So um, a prayer to help us live in the one truth of our God who is in heaven. Let us clear our hearts and minds and approach the throne of grace. Father God, you are all-knowing and almighty, Father. And you know and speak the truth in all things. Father God, your word dwells in pure truth. It dwells in a way that my mortal mind cannot understand. Father, I come to you today in humility, asking that you help us to be truthful in our words, our actions, our thoughts, and our deeds, not by our might, not by any power that we may have, but by your Holy Spirit, Father God. Lord, we thank you for the truth, because it is healing for our soul. Lord, let only the truth be in our lives. Let only your truth be in our heart. Let us be led by the word of your truth through your Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. And Father, if we stray away from your pure word of truth, I ask and we ask, Father God, that you convict us by your Holy Spirit and Lord, guide us back to the truth. Lord, don't let us rest in untruths. Bring us back into the truth of your word, Father God, when we may stray away. We sincerely ask and we prayerfully seek, Father God, your truth and face it with boldness. Lord God, help us to walk in your truth, to your great pleasure and for your service and for your name's sake. It is in your son's name, Jesus Christ, that we pray because he is truly the way, the truth and the life. Amen, and thank you, Lord. So one more scripture to send you on your way as you consider the one and only truth that Jesus Christ came to teach us according to the will of our Father in heaven. And that is Hebrews chapter 6, verse 18. So God has given both his promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because it is impossible for God to lie. Therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that is set before us. Yes, the truth shall set us free. So I thank you so much for joining me here at the Upward Call. It was wonderful to have um, at this course a breakdown of what the truth is according to our Father in Heaven based on Scripture and based on the life and times of Jesus Christ. So I love you. I hope that you feel called. I hope that you walk in the life of Christ in his light. And in his love, be blessed.